Good evening, morning, afternoon, uh, ladies and gentle nerds. My name is Graham, also known as Hamhocks42 online, and this is the inaugural episode of Overthinking Magic Cards or Overthinking MTG. I don't know. I might. We'll we'll experiment with the name. We'll see what, which one uh, works better. But Overthinking Magic. It's one of the things that I love to do, um, where I look at cards, look at decks, think way too much about them, inside and out, sometimes from the lore perspective, sometimes simply talking about how great the art is, or just looking at the way that decks fire, or how cards function. Um, I, I just find them endlessly fascinating. And so, with this show, I'm actually going to go unscripted, and I'm going to go to Gatherer which is the official card database for Wizards of the Coast for Magic the Gathering. That is available on gatherer.wizards.com. If you're not familiar, I highly recommend going out and checking it out. And what I'm going to be doing is unscripted once per day. I'm going to be coming out here, and at the bottom of the main homepage, if you scroll down, you'll see an option that says Random Card. And so my plan is every single night I'm going to come out here, click random card. I'm going to look at whatever card comes up, explain it, talk about it, and express my thoughts about it, and basically come up with some kind of content for at least 10 minutes on that particular card, whatever it is. Now, this is unscripted. There's no plan. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can actually see I've got the the browser open, if I point in the correct direction based on where my uh, uh, camera is. So you will, you'll see I'm doing this on the fly. I'm going to go ahead and click random card, and it's going to take us to something. All right, we got uh, Disenchant Classic, and this is specifically the one from Unlimited. Uh, if you're not familiar with Disenchant, it is one generic and a white. It is an instant that says destroy target artifact or enchantment. It's very simple, very straightforward. Now, this card has been reprinted in a myriad of different sets kind of all over the place and you know it's it's one of those classics it's it's a it's an effect that white should pretty much always have access to so there are a ton of different versions available and specifically the random card took us to the unlimited version which i find really fascinating um, specifically because of the artwork now this is one of the first white bordered sets if i'm not mistaken so this particular version does have that white border that so many people hate because it doesn't look as good as the black border. Um, personally, I actually really dig the white border. I put a lot of cards specifically in white borders whenever I have the chance, especially my basic lands. It's a mostly my way of subtly trolling my opponent, but also there are certain white bordered cards that I think look better, especially some of the old John Avon lands. For some reason, some of those older lands from like 7th or 8th edition have a really nice crisp look with that white border, I think. Go ahead and tell me tell me why I'm wrong in the comments below or um, you know, or over at uh, twitch.tv/hamhocks42. Feel free to send me a whisper to throw up in chat how I'm an idiot for liking white borders. That's perfectly fine. Now, the the artwork on the unlimited version of Disenchant is an image made by uh, the illustrator Amy Weber, who I'm sure was paid $50 for this particular or you know, this particular artwork. Although I understand um, older artwork from the the previous sets, there was actually a back end like commission structure associated with those cards based on sales. So. Who knows, actually, Amy Weber may have made bank for this particular image. And she, it probably didn't take her too long, because as a professional illustrator, I'm sure she's got some great chops. Anyway, I know nothing about Amy Weber. I'm just, this is all just coming off the top. I don't know. But the image itself looks almost like 
it, it, it almost looks like the bottom of a bottle cap. Like if you imagine like an IBC root beer, let's go ahead and, you know, make sure this stays family friendly. Um, you know, if the bottom of like a root beer cap, when you twist it off, if it has like sometimes different companies will put like sayings or fun little images or like codes that you can look up online to see if you won stuff. It, it's almost as if somebody put an image of a rooster on the bottom side of a bottle cap. Now, why the hell anyone would put a picture of a rooster on the bottom side of a bottle cap? I don't I have no idea. And if you're not. Um, if you're curious just what the heck I'm talking about, go to Gatherer and look at the unlimited edition of Disenchant. I, I'm pretty sure what this is supposed to show is some kind of sigil or it looks like a stone, um, some kind of stone disc, a tablet or of some kind that has the image of a rooster, kind of a heraldic, um, heraldric, heraldric, heraldry, heraldry. You know, like the knights wear on their shields and banners and stuff. Anyway, it looks like a rooster done up in that style, just kind of carved onto a stone with some um, runes around the edges. So, and, and the reason that I say it looks like a bottle cap is because there's some kind of ridge around the outside of it. So this by itself is just some kind of artifact. It's some kind of image of a civilization where roosters are, for one reason or another, significant. Okay, cool. This is also at a time in magic history before most of the lore as we know it today has been established. So I would be shocked if there's actually a story around this particular disc. I, I highly doubt that exists. I don't know. It could be out there somewhere. Also, that could be like a basilisk or a cockatrice, um, you know, in the artwork. It may not be a rooster at all. It might be me oversimplifying things or overthinking things, Hmm. which is what we do here at Overthinking MTG. So I'm still working on it. Overthinking MTG? Overthinking magic? Overthinking magic cards? Yeah, I'm thinking Overthinking MTG. I think I like that. Anyway, so this particular bottle cap, this image, this sigil, this stone, this disc that we're looking at, why is that the image for disenchant? Well, because showing a thing is fine if the thing is what we're representing on the card, but that's not what we're representing here. We're representing the act of destroying things, act of destroying artifacts or enchantments. You know, most images of disenchant that we see show some kind of magical device, and in some cases, uh, you know, well-known artifacts or well-known enchantments from magic's history, like being torn asunder or exploding, like that kind of thing is what we are often see with cards that do this type of effect. And when I look closely at the this disenchant artwork, I see a small crack in the side of this disc with some red energy either pouring out or pour, or flying at it as if some kind of magical spell is striking it from the side. But it's very small in the frame. And so it looks like this I wouldn't be surprised if this artwork had initially been commissioned for some kind of artifact, maybe a mana rock or something like that. And then somewhere along the way, they decided, oh, and, you know, somebody call Amy real quick. You know, we actually have another card that we, we've kind of just designed that's going to destroy stuff. Can we modify that thing that you made? 
And she spent a lot of time and effort putting this kind of stone face on, you know, this disc. And so she didn't want to totally wreck it, which makes sense. And so she just kind of created, she showed a little bit of damage along the side um, to hopefully signify that it being disenchanted. So that's my guess. Again, this is all off the top. I have no idea if that is actually the story or not. I also would be very interested to see... Oh, and you, you know what? I've been spending so much time on this, on the face of this card that it didn't occur to me to stop and look down at the text box. So for one thing, the old unlimited border, it doesn't have a lot of the information on the bottom that we come to associate with magic arts today where you see the uh you know the like the copyright information the the collector number where it actually shows what number within the set each card is very much that kind of trading card aspect of it um you know that's part of the card frame now uh, you also there are holograms now that are on the bottom of the cards that's nowhere to be seen here obviously that was many years later before that got introduced uh but this doesn't even have a date on it which is kind of fascinating because a lot of them have copyright dates. But what I find really interesting about this particular card is just how antiquated the text reads. Because it reads. So the modern text for Disenchant is destroy target artifact or enchantment. And to be honest, I am so familiar with that text that it didn't even occur to me to stop and read the card in front of me. What this card says is target enchantment or artifact must be discarded. That is a beautiful relic of Magic's history. I love it. I wasn't playing around it. I wasn't playing at that time, but the notion that once it's in play, it can be discarded. You know, dis discarding merely means to take the card out of play. You know, remove the card from play. I love that. I think that's absolutely fantastic. And uh, yeah, it just. Things have changed so much, and I love old-school wording because it's just so interesting. The other thing that I find fascinating, specifically looking at the Gatherer page for this, is if I scroll down to the rulings, which, if you're not familiar with the Gatherer website, different judges will actually post um, text up, up to specific cards with common rules questions that come up associated with them. And so... The, it's a single place where they can post those rulings that they've made on these cards. If there's a question about how something operates, that's a simple way for them to just post the definitive. This is the precedent. We have decided that in this situation, this is how it works. And the magic rules are actually so complex and so in-depth that I'm sure all of this is decided. As soon as you know how state-based actions and board checks and all of that and the you know all the intricacies of the different phases once you know all of that stuff a lot of these rules become fairly obvious but it's also true that most players don't know all of that stuff because it's a lot to know and even so most players especially when at, at higher levels of competition some of those nuances some of those intricacies come into play and even then, you know, even judges are still on hand at the pro tours because questions come up on how cards operate with, uh, you know, and interact with one another. So there's a place on Gatherer to post those rulings. And I find it fascinating that Disenchant actually has one. Um, 
because it's a very straightforward card, especially when you look at the Oracle text. And the other thing that I find absolutely fascinating is it's from 2004. So this ruling was posted in October of 2004, and it says, this is not modal. If the target changes from an artifact to an enchantment or vice versa, this still destroys it. That is fascinating to me because I'm seriously curious what situation occurred where that ruling became necessary. I would imagine that something occurred where there was an enchantment on the board and somebody tried to hit it with disenchant and the response was some kind of instant speed effect that could change that enchantment into an artifact or vice versa and they thought that that would result in disenchant targeting an illegal target and the spell would fizzle but it it didn't because it was targeting an enchantment previously turned into an artifact hey i can still hit artifacts great Bam! Now, if it turned into a, say, if it, so if it had been an enchantment and it turned into a creature and it somehow lost its enchantment type, then that interaction would happen where the disenchant would fizzle because it no longer is targeting a legal target. That kind of thing happens all the time. And, you know, that that's a way you could get around it. That's one of those sneaky interactions that you could use to prevent this spell from working. However, special thanks to this judge in 2004 that it, 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 targeting an enchantment previously, turning into an artifact, or vice versa, disenchant still goes through and it's still going to blow that thing up. I would love to have been there uh, when that ruling was made. I'd love to see the interaction that caused that because I think that's just absolutely fascinating. All right, guys, this has actually been a lot of fun. I'm definitely going to be you know, you're going to be hearing from more from me soon. This is available as a podcast in your favorite podcast app, wherever you well, you know, possibly where you're listening to this right now. This is also available on YouTube, complete with video. And I, I stream over at Twitch under the name HamHawks42. Please go ahead and uh, go check that out. HamHawks42, uh, sorry, it's twitch.tv slash HamHawks42. I stream every morning from 5.30 to 6.30 eastern time before heading to work every day and uh that's actually my morning workout and put you know if you're curious what the heck i'm talking about come check it out and uh if if you like what you see give me a follow it really helps a lot also please like subscribe and let your friends know about this podcast if you're enjoying it thanks so much for joining me and take it easy guys until next time i'll catch you later